right, guys. Welcome to ISO The Buns Podcast. Have you tried the app yet? What do you think? There's been a few changes. Some uh, Toronto talks, which is interesting. I guess now the heated debates of buns can make its way to the app. Not to mention the helping and the loving from one another. I'd like to know what you think of uh, the changes in the app and uh, kind of some feedback. So hit me up, podcast at buns.com, and, uh, you know, let me know what you got to say. And then uh, if you have any suggestions, I will definitely pass them along to the developers. Anyway, time for this week in buns. All right, welcome to this week in buns. Hi, bud. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Happy Love Day. Yeah. Uh, you got any special Valentine's Day plans, Callie? Um, well, Valentine's Day, I love Valentine's Day. Even when I'm single, I love Valentine's Day just because I, I like celebrating love of all kinds. Even right. if it's like a friend Valentine's Day or just like watching dumb movies with like your bestie. Like it doesn't have to be like super romance times um but as we all know if you don't get like a reservation at a restaurant like a month in advance like you're not eating anywhere out on valentine's day Mm -hmm. sorry and also it's like a tuesday and shit's fucking expensive excuse my (laughs) language but like everything is so expensive on valentine's day because like they know they can get away with charging you whatever they want so instead of like going out which um it was my birthday this past weekend so my boyfriend and i like went out for dinner like a couple times already did you make a homecoming as well um i am actually coming back to toronto yeah and we can do like a live in-person version of the podcast at the end of the boom there you go (laughs) um Uh, i'm in toronto the last week of february because i need to go to the honest ed's farewell party um or i will hate myself forever because i've always wanted to go to a giant party in honest ed's so yeah it's on like the last saturday of the month pretty and sweet then we can we can do an in-person podcast for once um but yeah i don't know what are we doing we're gonna like order pizza and make a fort and stay in because <laughs> everything's very, expensive very nice we you? actually yeah we a couple of years ago i think this is will be year three or four um my mom uh that's a weird way to start talking about valentine's day but <laughs> We we also decided that it was uh, too expensive to go out, or not not too expensive, just not worth it to go out on Valentine's Day and, and yeah. like fight through the crowds and do all this stuff. And um, my mom's alone for Valentine's Day, so we invite her over to my place or our place, me and my girlfriend. Oh my God, that's so fucking cute. <laughs> and we uh, we make her dinner. Oh, it's like Momentine's Day. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Horrible. So well, See, that's I mean, what I mean. I like Valentine's Day as like a celebration of all love and not just like you must be partnered up with someone in a romantic way. Just like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm an only child, too. So she doesn't like it's just me and her. So. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Aww, that's cute. I love it. Yeah. Well, all this talk about Valentine's Day. Let's uh, let's talk about some Valentine's Day related posts. Sure. You know what? We actually don't have that many Valentine's Day related posts this week. I feel like we had more last week. Uh, So I'm expecting, uh, I expect all of you buns to have some great buns related Valentine's Day stories for us to talk about next week. I'm sure you are all just not wanting to like spoil whatever surprise you have planned for today. Uh, So if you join the buns podcast zone if you do something cool or you got a rad present from buns and you're or you got a bunch of buns to like organize a Valentine's Day surprise, like whatever happened to that dude who was looking for someone to play violin on Valentine's Day. I want to hear from you. Post in the podcast zone a link to a buns post about Valentine's Day so we can cover it on next week's podcast. So if you do something yeah. great, let us know so we can or, talk or if you just it. have any general suggestions about what one should do on valentine's day that's not the usual you know go out for a movie or movie that's just what i want to do go out for <laughs> dinner uh you know but give us some some interesting valentine's day ideas you know yeah let us know 
So the first one I have, uh, Valentine's Day related, I think we talked about last week, but I think it's also worth mentioning again. And if we didn't, it's because it just came in uh, under the wire. But Tara said, hey, Bunzers, in lieu of the usual chocolates and cunnilingus, we did talk about this on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm, A mm -hmm. group of girlfriends and I are opting to spend the day putting together gift baskets for the women at our local shelter. We're looking for any of the following items. I think it... This is kind of worth mentioning again. Unopened yeah, toiletries, totally. gift cards, and tokens. Uh, so I know we put it in last week's notes, but uh, we'll put it in this week's notes. Uh, if you want to help, throw it in there for a Valentine's Day miracle. Just go to the uh, Buns Podcast Zone on Facebook. And, yeah, I'm uh, sure even if you donate to them like a day after Valentine's Day, it's fine. Like if you guys have stuff to give to some women um, that live in shelters hit up this post and yeah. send your donations in because i'm sure it'll help no matter when it goes right and i imagine that uh the person putting together these this isn't their only uh, you know charitable act for the shelter they're obviously involved so i'm sure they can get the stuff over to them at any point yeah definitely worth mentioning twice for people who missed last week well the other valentine's day thing we have is more cards last week um, we had a bunch of poop-themed Valentine's Day cards. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, we have a bunch of, like, meme Valentine's Day cards. Um, so Emily posted, uh, Buns, I had a lot of interest in my Christmas cards a few months ago, and now, thanks to another bun, I have way too many Valentine's cards. I am selling them at the condom shack today until six. This was posted February 11th. Um, but I'd be happy to trade them for a couple of tall cans or a few bottle or for you for a bottle of wine. <clears throat> Hit me up. And then her edit says that she's all done selling at the shack, but still has some of each card left over. So PM her if you're interested. So just so it like, I mean, they're kind of memes, but it's like, there's a picture of chance the rapper and it says, I will take a chance on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce and I guess Jay-Z saying Bay Mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Swanson just saying Valentine. Yeah, there's like a hotline bling one that says you make my hotline bling and has a picture yeah. of Drake. Like these are amazing. I meant like they're kind of like Mimi and that they have like, yeah, you know, yeah, like popular people on them and like fun text. So they're they're really actually super great emily did a rad job with these so um maybe like last minute (laughs) uh, if you need a valentine's day card hit up emily okay sweet i don't really have anything else oh wait no i don't i think that's it for valentine's day which is why i was saying like it's weird i haven't seen that many posts hold on hold on Uh what is there's one more and i'll you can you can speak to this i think probably better than I can, but I know that there's somebody looking for a true love miracle. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess this is Valentine's Day related. So, Well, it's Laura, love related anyway. Yeah, totally. Um, Laura posted yesterday in the trading zone <clears throat> that she is ISO Abun's true love miracle. Uh, a dear friend of hers uh, just called to ask Laura for help because her partner was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and his survival depends on a bone marrow transplant, which this is not, she's not asking for a bone marrow transplant. However, um, they are in the process of like testing his family and he begins chemo like today. In the meantime, they have realized that there's a lot of, uh, medical bureaucracy that would be easier navigated if they were married. So the buns miracle that they seek is a wedding efficient, um, which Buns is very familiar with providing, um, as evidenced by the lovely couple who got married in the airport uh, a couple weeks ago. So, they're, um, this lovely girl's friends would like to get married ASAP. Um, they want something simple and quick. They uh, originally had their first date at Get Well, so they want to go to Get Well grab a small table, order a beer, join hands, and have an efficient marry them in Get Well. Uh, no guests, no ceremony, just two people who are desperately in love and have been presented with a situation that would be bettered if love was formalized by paper. So if anyone knows an efficient who would be willing to spare an hour on an afternoon, this is there's not even a specific date for this, uh, to help 
this couple out get to this post um pm laura and let her know she is currently there's like 121 comments on this and she is currently compiling a list of different um wedding officiants because there are some people who are suggesting wedding officiants that they've used or that are friends of theirs in the comments so if you know anyone get down on this post and leave a comment or pm her because she's making a list and checking it twice and she's gonna find a wedding officiant to marry these lovely people i also noticed in the comments i don't know if you really um read through the comments of this but everyone is lovely like other than just bumping the post so that more people see it um someone has suggested that they start a buns bone marrow registry drive kind of like the blood one we did in the summer um and because like if everyone signs up like they can check your bone marrow against people if you're willing to donate um then they're more likely to find a match and they obviously always need people to do that and then there are a bunch of other people who are like like a hairdresser offered to do her hair for the day somebody who makes cakes is offering to make them a little wedding cake to take to get well um other people are uh offering to do their like wedding photography so I just thought it was really cute like everyone is even if they don't have a marriage efficient uh kind of like stepping up to offer a little something to help with this quick mini wedding which I think is just really cute it's nice to see people like jumping in and going above and beyond what the ISO of the post was and just offering to help any way that they can yeah no i like that for sure uh okay well speaking of helping people buns was able to help uh steph i believe who found somebody's lost husky beautiful husky um you know she said did you lose your husky uh near dundas and bathurst it's a pretty big dog to lose in all the zones, uh, safe with my neighbor. Please message me with any leads, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, luckily, I was uh, smart enough to scroll down to the comments, through the comments, and see that the dog has been claimed. That's amazing. There was another dog that was reunited with their owner through Buns this week, actually. Ooh, tell me more. Um, a much smaller one, uh, Foxy the dog, apparently turned out to be its name, which the person didn't know when they originally posted, but Raj posted on Buns Trading Zone that they found this cute little dog. It's like wearing a tiny shirt, and it's like, it kind of looks like a Shih Tzu, <clears throat> um, maybe like a multi Shih Tzu. So it's like a little guy uh, that was found at the corner of Dufferin and Hope. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, anyone know this guy? And he was like, said that he already took him to the nearby vet um, and that he does have a chip, but they couldn't find it in a registry and the other registry is closed till tomorrow. So they were trying through buns to find it. And um, somebody commented that they think that it was this dog, Foxy. Other people like posted in... Um, uh, like a St. Clair residence group. And I think they might have found the dog owner through that. So that was nice. I like so many dogs being reunited through buns this week. Especially it's so cold out. Like it's nice. People are saving these dogs from the cold. That's great. I don't really have any segue other than uh, are you ready to rock? Always. Uh, Yeah. Riley Ray uh, has a little rock store. Ugh, I, I'm having trouble speaking today and yesterday for some reason. Oh, has a little rock star uh, who's turning six years old in a few days. He's currently obsessed with Kiss. I, maybe I should have said, are you ready to rock? Um, yeah, you should have. <laughs> and I'm hoping to help him expand his record collection with some of their albums. Uh, I may regret indulging in this obsession as it has already led to conversations like these and she live, leaves some examples like, but I was made for loving you, mom, and you were made for loving me. And she's like, are you quoting Kiss to try to get out of going to school? <laughs> like the star kid. child and the eye never lies. I love this. I know. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. But uh, if you guys have any Kiss records, help them out. 
I mean, I got a bunch of classic rock records, and I would gladly help him out if I had some Kiss records. You know, when he graduates to maybe Ozzy or um, uh, Bon Jovi or something, uh, let me know, and I'll, I'll I'll send him. There are so many. In fact, somebody even posted an unopened Kiss jigsaw puzzle in the comments. So, like, I feel like Buns has uh, got this kid's back. Like, there are so many Kiss fans coming out of the woodwork in this post it's amazing um this kid is hilarious there's like a picture of him doing like the gene simmons tongue out like rock and roll hands so yeah if you guys have any kiss themed stuff specifically records hit up this post and let riley know uh because her six-year-old is super rad and he needs more rock and roll in his life yeah, I like that. So, did you see <clears throat> not one... You know what? We had two dogs reunited with their owners this week. We've also had two phones reunited with their owners this week, which is great. Um, Buns oh, yeah. really be helping out Buns this week. So, <clears throat> first and foremost, um, Eli Klein, uh, Buns HQ extraordinaire uh, moderator, lost his phone on queen west and sororan by parts and labors <clears throat> he was like praying for a miracle here it has a buns.com sticker on the back because of course it does um and eventually it didn't even actually take that long uh like where it's there's like somebody found it like pretty immediately which was really great and then today actually sneaking in just under the wire to be covered on this week um Lydia posted uh she was like hey Buns I have a disaster story I was walking to the gym at 5 20 this morning and I slipped on the ice my phone went flying out of my hand and landed somewhere in the snow with a soft little thud and I just spent the past 40 minutes searching the snow with no luck and she was like she couldn't even see like a hole in the snow that it would have fallen in uh, and eventually had to go to work and just leave her phone there. Um, so I guess when she got to work, she posted this <clears throat> and she uh, even put the address. She was like, it's between these two a- address houses on this street. Uh, it has a sparkly glitter case. And in the comments, a bunch of people were like, oh, I live on that same street. Like I live in a couple houses down. Like we'll go take a look for you later. And literally two hours later, uh, Jeanette, uh, which is who is the hero this week on Buns, found it um, and said that she would she was like it it was still on, even though it was in the snow. And she was like, I'm going to put it in rice for you just in case, like come pick it up at my house after work. Uh, she like found it it had gone like under on the nearby car and was like behind the wheel. So that's why. The person who was Ooh, that could have been a disaster. Oh yeah, if that person had moved their car, crunch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ooh. a disaster averted thanks to Jeanette. Um, they found the phone like in two hours. So Buns is amazing. I think Buns that y- everywhere. You've convinced me that we need to do a uh, weekly hero, weekly oh, yeah. Buns hero. <laughs> uh, okay, well I don't have any heroes for you, but I do have somebody who's lost something. Uh, or has found something lost and is trying to reunite it with the owner. <clears throat> Madeline posts, hey, sweet buns buddies. Found this photo on Baldwin. ISO these three hooligans because they look fun. <laughs> Help me find these friends. So it's three people, uh, two men and a woman. The woman's wearing a Happy New Year's um, hair thing, you know? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, glass. And the, anyway... I think she's just trying to reunite some people with their photo and they do look like they're having a good time. So, uh, Oh, and buns finds people in pictures all the time. So get on down to this picture post and see yeah. if you recognize anybody. Hit up the podcast zone, <laughs> click on the link and, uh, help them find their owner. Well, speaking of trying to find owners, somebody found a bike and posted about trying to find their, the owner of the bike. <clears throat> so Tiffany posted in the main zone, uh, that on their walk home tonight, they found an unlocked bike on Bloor and Manning. They waited for 10 minutes or so to see if the person had just like 
run a really quick errand and was going to come back and get it. Uh, but they ended up taking the bike for safekeeping, assuming that maybe it had been stolen and then dumped there. So if you're missing your bike and su- suspect it may have been stolen and dumped, or if you realized that you gone on a roam and forgotten you left your trusty seat on the street uh, only to find it had been removed, Tiffany did it. Uh, go message her. Um, <clears throat> so she says to, to message her and please describe your bike. Uh, fingers crossed it's the same one. Um, a bunch of people were kind of mean to her in the comments about this, which was like, come on, guys. She's trying to help. I think a bunch of people were like, so you're saying you stole a bike? And she was like, well, I'm trying to like get well, better it better than just too. leaving it there. I know. Like, and then, I mean, even if you'd forgotten your bike there, I would rather somebody took it and tried to give it back to me than somebody else steal it and not try to give it back to me. Right. Um, so if you have a lost bike, message the description to Tiffany and maybe this is your bike, especially if you maybe live in the Bloor and Manning area. Yeah. Well, I have no segue into this one either. Maybe my brain's just not working today. But no segues. Mor- Morgan, uh, by the way, if anyone has a segue, I would love to trade for one. God, no. uh, <laughs> Mor- <laughs> Morgan posts one handmade Goomba costume for trade. What? <laughs> yeah. Good for How slowly sliding into people and making them either die or one size smaller. Amazing. ISO your offers. And uh, there are a lot of comments and a lot of likes on this guy. I would be surprised if it's still around, but it, it could be. Man, I I should, I need to, uh, let me just take a look at this thing. Because Lord knows, I love some nerd costumes. Also, we're kind of coming up into uh, like nerdy convention uh, time of year. I believe they start in the spring. Uh, so... <clears throat> Maybe, hopefully, someone cool like grabs this costume. So, what else you got on top for us? What else do I have? Um, I have some really good. I have some posts with some good hashtags. <laughs> so the first one, uh, being hashtag Ryan is dumb. Um, Sharon posted, my lovely boyfriend picked this color at the paint store, even though I totally told him it's not gonna look good. We put a sample on the wall, and he agreed I was right all along. Um, And then she evil laughs. Uh, She was like, we went to the paint store to get another color, but now we have this full can of paint. Uh, We only used it to sample on the wall. And then she puts an ISO for the paint. The paint is like a very, like, Kelly green color. Uh, And then there's, like, a picture of the paint can, a picture of the sample, and then she also, in the color of paint, wrote, Ryan is dumb on the wall. <laughs> Put a picture of it on this post. Uh, I think that the the paint is probably gone, but I did appreciate hashtag I, Ryan is dumb. I agree that it's probably the wrong color. Yeah, it's not... It's, I mean, you that, that color is a very specific color. You wouldn't just put that on any wall. <clears throat> Um, so no. speaking of shaming people via hashtags on buns, we Ooh. have yet another fuck you Aaron post. I don't know if we all remember this, uh, but a, a couple months ago, Shannon posted um, looking for Neil Diamond, I think it was, uh, tickets <clears throat> because she had slept on getting them and she wanted to take her mom to the Neil Diamond concert and be the good daughter for once. And then she put fuck you Aaron as the, like, the hashtag for her post. Um, which right. we all thought was really hilarious. So Shannon is at it again with missing her concert tickets. Uh, she posted eight hours ago because she forgot to log on and buy Lady Gaga tickets this morning and they're already gone. Uh, she was like, I love Gaga like Adele loves Bay. I love her more than Hold the on. air I breathe. What? Before you go on with this, <laughs> my girlfriend is also a huge Gaga fan. Oh. So if any of you have tickets... Well, you're hit, me up for, hit me up first. <laughs> hit me up first. Hit me up first. So, yeah, her post is hilarious. She's really like, I'm so mad at myself. I love her more than buns. Love a good, gently used diva cup post, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, ISO a Gaga miracle. So she's like, did you buy Gaga tickets and then realize you'd rather see a show like Neil Diamond? Do you have a hookup you don't mind exploiting for a random person on the Internet? I won't be able to function until I know I'm going to this show. I was going to go with my mom and finally be the good daughter. Hashtag fuck you, Aaron. 
uh, but once again, I failed. Help me help myself, Buns. Um, someone actually in the comments, <clears throat> which is good for both you and uh, Shannon, uh, has mentioned that they're adding another show. So you may want to look up when those tickets go on sale and set an early AM alarm on your phone like Shannon should do and should have done this morning so you can actually go to these concerts. Well, so the issue here was my girlfriend was actually trying to get tickets. They went on sale today. Yeah. Um, and she was trying to get tickets for the show in Montreal, which also oh. went on sale today at the same time, which is awful. Mm. Right, so because she, she's originally from Montreal, so she could have gone there, and she thought it'd be nice to visit her family, yeah. and that's why she didn't bother trying to get them in Toronto. Uh, -oh. uh yeah. So, so she didn't get come on, in either place. No, stagger those releases, guys. Yeah, stagger true. those releases. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So they are apparently adding another show, so there's still a chance. Tell your girlfriend that not all hope is lost. I will absolutely do that. Okay. Well, the last post that I have for us is Justin Gunn. And I don't normally use last names, but what a great last name. Gunn. Um, need furniture, but the rent is too damn high? Or you're in a relationship that isn't ready to stand the test of a Sunday afternoon in Ikea? Well, Justin is an amateur woodworker just, finishing assemb just finished assembling a kitchen Which island. Which is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, uh, and then basically says that uh, he is able to create custom furniture for you. Uh, he's looking for things like gift cards to Canadian Tire, I believe. Mm -hmm. to, uh, so he can get more tools so he can make more amazing kitchen islands and benches. Yeah, actually, if you heard any clickety-clacking while we were recording this, it's because I sent him a message saying, hey, I want something built. <laughs> What are you going to get? Um, I want something to, to house my growing vinyl collection. Mm, something a little more fancy than, say, milk crates? Yeah. <laughs> or did I mean, you miss I have the milk the... crate post from like last week? <laughs> no, I, I have a standard Ikea Calyx. Mm. You know, the, like, the, the squares? Yeah, yeah. I have one of those. Right. Yeah. So I've been saving, uh, storing them in there, but that's not, you know... I want something a little fancier. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that Justin can help me out. Well, if you guys have like tools, I mean, even if you have like tools that you could pay, uh, not pay, I was going to say pay him with trade for uh, his furniture um, or like the gift cards. Um, his furniture is beautiful. So yeah, head on over to the Buns Podcast Zone and we'll have a link to this post there so you can find it. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> did you see... Oh, you know, I mean, this is maybe kind of Valentine's Day related, sort of. Um, did you see the Descrodorant? I did see it. <laughs> I had a hard I time just it. trying to pronounce that. I'm sorry. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be Valentine's Day related. Yeah, I mean, so this Descrodorant, um, there are two tubes of it. It is... De-sticking deodorant for your scrotum, hence the name. Um, I believe it's so your balls don't stick to your legs, which is not a problem that I am very familiar with personally, um, but I guess is a thing that you may want to prevent. Um, and if so, there's not a lot of comments on this post, so you might actually get these. Uh, if you hit up Mikey uh, in the main trading zone, there's two of them. It's definitely a thing that you want to avoid. I mean, you'll probably need these at the very least come summer. Like the packages have little palm trees on them. I'm sure n like there aren't that many people having that much trouble with it right now. Though, you know, when you put on a bunch of layers to go outside in the snow and then suddenly you find yourself like during rush hour in like a packed TTC vehicle on like the sweaty subway, you might you might need these now. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Okay, well, do you have anything else for us? Because uh, I'm smelling dinner right now, and it is smelling delicious. Yeah, so I have one last post, um, which might actually be the most epic. It might actually be the longest. I'm not oh, sure if there's a way for us yeah. to search and find um, like what the most commented post on a zone right. is. Uh, but yes. this was in Helping Zone. Um, and on my birthday, actually, Steve commented... Can somebody just recommend something? Very vague. Yeah. Uh, 
literally just recommend something and let me tell you the buns of the helping zone stepped up to the task there are 277 great pieces of advice on this um if you need advice on everything from always squeeze fresh lime juice on bean salad to um uh try persian rose ice cream wait these are all food related uh sounds amazing uh listen to some gypsy jazz ultimate frisbee someone just said peanut butter <laughs> like <laughs> there's a apparently someone else actually said that a spoonful of peanut butter stops the hiccups i don't know if i believe that that particular advice but um there is a ton <laughs> of advice in here um if you guys need some you know there's so many old wives tales about what starts stops hiccups. I think I'm just going to start a buns post asking people how they get rid of their I know hiccups. the number one way to get rid of hiccups. Well, <laughs> and it's here, here we go. Uh, I will definitely post on your post if you ask, but if you want to know. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, don't all say right, it. All right. I'm going <laughs> to wait, wait for the post. I'm going to post in helping zone. Okay. We'll cover it next week then, on the podcast. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, you, you know, that's a, a, you should make it a poll with like uh, a poll that people can add to so that sure. people can vote and then you can really easily see which method uh, gets the most votes. So you could put like, Ooh, like some that. of the most popular ones like spoonful of peanut butter or like scaring someone uh, or like drinking water upside down, which I've always thought was kind of stupid. Um, oh, that was, yeah, like, that's one that I actually learned from a Japanese relative. Someone, uh, lots, lots of people say like eat a spoonful of sugar or like honey or whatever. Uh, you could put like all them, like some of the more common ones up, but then leave it so that people can add their own suggestions and then people can vote on them. Sure. That's yeah. great. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it because uh, I smell steak. So uh, until next time. Keep on bunsen. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Have a happy Valentine's Day and tell me how you spent it. Yeah, let us know in the Buns Podcast Zone uh, what you're doing for Bunsentine's Day and we will cover it next week on the podcast. Nice. Bye, everybody. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. All right, so the interview this week is with a band called The Full Blast. I was lucky enough to see them open for Monine when they did, uh, they both did collectively some reunion shows, and it was phenomenal. Now, I'm going to apologize in advance a little bit if it sounds like I'm fanning out because I have seen The Full Blast and Monine probably you know 20 or 30 times in my life uh and so i love the full blast and i asked him a you know a few questions the bass player from the full blast also plays in a band called the wilhelm scream so we talk a little bit about that if you're curious check out the interview here it is You guys know how these things work, right? Uh, I think so. I guess. You start whipping it around in a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am here with uh, two of the members of the Full Blast. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves so people know your voice. Yeah. Uh, my name is Ian, and I sing in the band. My name is Brian, and I play bass and sing backing vocals. So uh, let's let's start from the, from the beginning. Um, where'd you guys grow up? Uh, I was born in Tilsonburg, Ontario, and moved to Oakville when I was five, and uh, spent all of my formative years there. Yes, uh, similar story, mm -hmm. but with Milton. Okay. Like, yes. Yeah. So Moved when I was actually when I was five. So. And you exactly. guys met in Oakville. 
Yeah, the two of us. Middle like, school. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, Montclair Middle School in Oakville, Ontario. Nice. Yeah, and then went through high school together, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. How did, how did the band come about? How did the band come about? Like um, how old were you guys when you, when you met? Oh, oh, we met, we were, what? 14, 13 or 14? 13, 14. Yeah, and we're now 35-ish. Yeah. I guess the band came together because, uh, like, at least my, my recollection of it is basically that uh, Andy and and Bry played in a punk band from Oakville called Jerk Circus, and they played a lot of local shows. And from there, we started another sort of tangential band called Kept with Honor, which is sort of like a rock band with horns. Okay. People want to say it was a ska band, but it was, there was there was we, very few upstrokes. We we <laughs> tried ska and then realized we didn't like playing it, so we started writing fast punk songs with nice. horns in it. Yeah, yeah and from there, um, Ray Tombran and Gordy Ball were putting together a, a pop punk sort of project uh sort of in the vein of like lifetime kid dynamite and they really liked the way that andy and darren or sorry andy and darren andy and bry worked as a as a rhythm section i think and i don't know how i got roped it roped into it probably just through those guys well from my recollection is that gordy was handing andy to play drums in the band uh like non-stop yeah and then uh he was like, oh, uh, do you know a bass player? And he's like, yeah, this is like the bass player I play in two bands with. He, right. yeah, he'll do it. And then I went to the first practice, and the drummer didn't show up. Oh, so shit. then I, I called Andy up, and I was just like, yo, just, let's just fucking try this. Can I swear? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh. All, right. <laughs> yeah. all right. Fuck. Uh, and then um, there was a singer that uh, came for one practice, and then he couldn't really sing. And right. like, uh, I was just like, well, I just started, or Ian and I have been, you know, playing in a band for a little bit and andy yeah and andy yeah so uh yeah let's get him and then the funny thing is gordy had the our first tour booked before i was in the band wow okay so So you guys were like go-getters i guess yeah, well, he didn't have any members filling the band but you he didn't have a drummer but there were shows but there were shows booked yeah yeah so oh. that's how that's we got we got home from that tour. It's one of my favorite stories to tell people that think that I was in a band that actually that like did stuff. Um, got home from our first tour, Brian and I, and we got home on like uh, the, I think maybe school maybe started on the Tuesday, like it was the first of the, like first week of September, and started on the yeah. Tuesday. And I think we got home on like the Thursday, mm-hmm. and we got home early enough that we made it to our last period class. Yeah. And we had a, we had oh, a debate wow. about whether or not we would go to class or not, but we're like, it's like you want to go to school, like <laughs> fuck this, we're, yeah, we want to go to school. Yeah. We want to walk in the third day late for our third day because yeah. we were on tour across Canada. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? Like, like, like strut in, yeah. yeah, that is that is badass. How, so, how old are you guys at that point? I was seventeen. Yeah, I was eighteen. Wow, wow, that's amazing. I still have no idea how my parents allowed me at seventeen years old to just like get get in a Windstar and go out to Vancouver and back with yeah. people that they didn't really know um, to go and sleep on people's ho- floors that we didn't really know yeah, to play in people's basements and attics and you know legion halls uh, without any kind of like understanding of what was going on but we all just had this inclination that that's what needed to happen and if this band was going to be successful that we needed to be like out there and that's amazing touring yeah and and were you guys the full blast at this point yeah we yeah. were the full blast yeah Absolutely. okay wow the full blast came from uh, I think I, I think the story goes that Gordy was out uh, skateboarding and uh, somebody said something and you, like about Full Blast and he's like that would be the best punk rock band name and that's, that's yeah, and it's stuck and it's stuck yeah. pretty well pretty yeah. well I think so how long have you guys been at it at this point then I'm not very good at math or else I would I mean we started yeah, that, like that tour was the summer of 2000 yeah it was 2000 yeah and then we were active through uh march of sort of march of 2006 or so yeah um and then the band split and we did a reunion show in 2008 it was sort of like a reunion slash final show because that's we sort of it is no, no the, that was, that was the, the opera, opera house, house. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah we played with the opera the house with living with lions my uh my other band wilhelm scream oh was that the reunion show for some reason yeah. I, I had it in my head that that was like a farewell show yeah. well it was just, it was sort of both and i was, I was yeah. saying like it's it, we didn't get a chance to play the last show because the band broke up really abruptly so we all agreed to sort of play one more show as a bit of a final show slash reunion and okay. we had the opportunity because bry's band wilhelm scream was coming through toronto and yeah. the show started at i think it started either at the cathedral or the reverb yeah yeah, mm-hmm. If it started at the cathedral, then it got bumped up to the river very quickly, mm-hmm. and then that sold out real quick because people were really excited about the the lineup. So that got bumped up to the opera house. It was and a great it sold show out there well. too. Mm. 
Well, before we get before we get to all that, so um, your first full length was a contagious movement theater. Uh, theater? Punk technology, yeah, punk technically technology. be punk technology that came out in like two thousand and one. Oh, was that a, was that a full length? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was sort of a like. There was some older songs. I mean, on unfortunately, there I don't own it, so I, I, don't, it, I don't really know. Nobody really does. It was it, it was on CDRs, and we slit the tops of like five and a half inch floppy disks and yeah. like slid them in, and sort of it was, the the real challenge with that was actually going and trying to find enough floppy disks yeah. to actually like yeah. great assemble idea. this stuff yeah. and right. take it out on tour. But yeah, that was the. And did you have an, a release? After that, an EP or something? And yeah, then after that, we did Constructing Fidelity, which came out in 2002, which is okay. like a five-song <coughs> EP. And yep. we and still play songs from that record. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is, that's the first incarnation of Lee Majors, Now There's a Man in His Prime. Mm-hmm. First one of Hemiola and Pedaling Home. Mm-hmm. And what else is on there? Oh, God. Distance Between Stars. Yeah. And Intoxicating? Into- no, that <laughs> one's off. Uh, that's punk technology. Oh, that's punk technology. Oh, uh, Reservation for One. <coughs> yes, Reservation and for One. And Drink It on Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my my initial memory of of the Full Blast, the first time I ever saw you guys, was actually opening for Monine. So it's kind of perfect being at this show. But I remember, I, I think it was you talking me out of buying the EP because you're like, nope, we got an album coming out soon and it's going to be the best thing ever. Wait for that. And it, for me... That w- confidence doesn't sound like me, but okay. Well, no, <laughs> you, you probably didn't say the best thing ever. I just added that because it was the best thing ever. Right. And I, I loved it. But... Um, Okay, so you said you were active until about 2006, and then um, you guys parted ways? Yeah, um, Andy joined Boys Night Out to play guitar. Our drummer uh, left the band to go play guitar for Boys Night Out. And, I mean, Brian can give his sort of recollection of it, but for me it was like, you know, Andy was a a key songwriter for our band and uh, one of the most talented drummers not only in the area, but like in oh, yeah. on the continent. In my, in my Absolutely, opinion. yeah, yeah. So we like, you know, it, it there wasn't for me that it wasn't an option to keep going, and right. uh, so we sort of like when he left, that that was sort of it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, with me, um, yeah, he left. Uh, I like telling this story when uh, when I'm doing Wilhelm interviews, um, just because. <laughs> Uh, I got the email from Andy saying, "Hey, let's uh, we got to talk about something or whatever." And then right. Ian sent an email saying, "If this is what I think it is, let's get it over with." And before I left for all of us to go and meet up, yeah, I emailed Trevor Riley from Wilhelm Scream because their bass player had just quit in the middle of a tour. Right. And we went to the meeting, and like un- unfortunately, you know, we sp- we split up. And yeah. I came back, and I already had an email from Trevor, so I was in New England yeah. two weeks later. Oh wow! Like. Trying out for Wilhelm Scream. That's a, that's amazing. There was air quotes there for those of you that are listening on yeah. on your earphones. <laughs> when I trying out, when <laughs> I initially got the news that you guys had split up, I was like, oh no! But then I heard you had joined Wilhelm Scream, which is another one of my favorite bands, and yeah. I was like, ah, this is crazy. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it, it softened the it softened the blow a little bit. So I imagine at this point. Um, were you pretty active in the whole Black Box uh, record label thing? Yeah, well, I mean, we started Black Box basically as a means to put out Contagious Movement Theory, our first record. And so Jason, who was managing the band at the time, and I both took out loans. Because um, basically we like we were looking for record deals, and there was different sort of like indie sort of bedroom labels in yeah. Canada that were interested in doing stuff. And, you know, like, look, you know, th- nobody that was either willing to or able to... Um, put more into it than we could do ourselves and right. that's like we always were we always carried a very DIY sort of mentality that's I mean like stemming from Gordy at the very beginning and booking a tour before we even had a band put together like yeah, it's yeah. like go out work do it yourself for as long as you can mm-hmm. and uh, so we started this label and initially the sort of pie in the sky idea about it was that like everybody in the band was going to have like a different sort of like role within the label right try to like put out other stuff that people liked and we've got some gra- graphic designers in our band and we've yeah. got some great musical ears and stuff but in the end like everybody was doing their own thing and right. it sort of fell to, to myself and Jason so that was 2001 that we, no, 2004 sorry that we started that mm-hmm. and uh, so by the time the band broke up we were probably about eight or nine releases into the into the label wow okay um, when the band broke up when Bri went out with uh with Wilhelm, I stayed at home in Sulk for a couple months and then um, hooked up with the Monin guys and wound up going on tour to sort of pseudo tour manage and do merch for them for nice. most of the, the Red Tree cycle, which is why this 
this whole you know week is really exciting for me because i was in the van with these guys as this record was doing what it did and that yeah. included warp tour which is the most surreal fucking two months <laughs> of my entire life like it was so amazingly awesome and bad and hardworking and tiring and rewarding and right. frustrating all at the same time probably because of like what was going on in our lives at that time the band just sort of having fizzled and um watching some of my best friends day after day trying to win over warp tour crowds yeah. and stuff yeah yeah being in a bus for the first time was fucking crazy we had i'd never we were touring wind stars and we toured in a you know a, a cargo van yeah. and like you yeah. know eventually we sort of graduated to a shitty van with a trailer and like we never toured in luxury right like, right yeah. But uh, yeah, being in a bus was crazy, and you know I was in the best shape of my life because I was up every day, eating three square meals, working hard, dragging merch and tents over, uh, yeah. over gravel and parking lots, and it was sort of like it was a weird time. But like it was uh, coming home from Warp Tour, I did, we did one more tour. Um, I did with Monine, and it was uh, Monine, Alexis on Fire, Cancer Bats, in a band called A Change of Pace from the U.S. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we did that tour for the fall, and when that was over, uh, I came home, and uh, that's when I really sort of got with Jason and decided that, like, the label was viable and right. what we really wanted to devote our time to. Yeah. And I knew that the Monine guys had a big tour coming up with uh, Billy Talon and Anti-Flag, and I sort of had to make a decision whether or not I was going to go do that or mm -hmm. stay mm -hmm. home and do the black box thing, and yeah. that's... That's the and it's been decision. responsible for some pretty amazing releases. Wooden Sky, uh, some Shad releases. I mean, it seems like the artists are all over the map as well. A yeah. pretty eclectic mix of. Uh, yeah, of I mean, we started out as a punk rock and hardcore label. You know, we did early days as Full Blast and Rose is Dead and The Wolf Note and you know Sydney. Um, and then one day we just sort of decided we couldn't uh, be pigeonholed that way. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. We we would continue to do that kind of thing. Uh, th those kind of bands, if it made sense. Um, but we didn't want to be tied to that. And, you know, in this music community, there's like, you know, over this last week, we've had Flatliners and we've had Alexis on Fire and we are going to have Matt Pryor from Get Up Kids play tonight. Um, oh, the secret's out. Yeah, secret's mm -hmm. out. Well, is this podcast going up the next 25 minutes? <laughs> um, oh, no. I'm immediately tweeting everyone. everyone yeah. <laughs> and uh, who did I miss? Oh, and Dead Tired. Dead tired and like, yeah. just like all kinds of different bands. And that's the way it used to be back in the scene is you would have like five, six bands on a show and they would all be different styles. And right. that wasn't a problem, yeah, you know? Yeah. So we sort of took that mentality with the label where we're like, fuck it. Like, let's just put out good records by good artists. Yeah, yeah. And like my musical tastes, our, our musical tastes as a band are super eclectic. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I put together a playlist on Spotify uh, through the, the Full Blast page or whatever. Um, just sort of like trying to recall the different stuff that we play in the van over the years. And yeah. it's just like, it was everything from like Peter Tosh to At The Gates, you know, yeah. to like Nas to, right. you know, Lifetime to what like whatever. And then like, those are all sort of really old references, but it's, no, That's sweet references. Like it was, it was, it yeah. was everything. And I think as a label, like as, as a music fan, I want to, I want to reflect what I like as a label, and that's basic. Or sorry, as a music fan, I want it to reflect what my tastes are. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's what sort of what the label became. Right, right. It sounds like there's like a metal show going on upstairs. Safe to say, is playing upstairs right now. Oh, there you have it. Apparently. Uh, is that okay. Affect you or can you can you? Ah, don't worry about it. Okay. I mean, it, it it's gonna pick it up. Background noise, I guess. Um, so what was live? for you like then uh, hitting the road with uh, Wilhelm Scream I mean I imagine you guys were pretty friendly beforehand because you, you had played a bunch of shows together yeah we together. had actually yeah and, and we were friends with them and like actually we, we played with them when they were called Smack and Isaiah that yeah, was the yeah. first show and uh, I, I remember doing a show it might have been in London where like it was right after they changed the name and they showed up and I was like I already rem I already know you guys like yeah, I didn't yeah. know they changed the name right and we had become like we did a long tour in 2004 uh, with a band called Alucard, yeah. uh, who, whose guitar player Mike is now in Wilhelm with me. Right. Uh, we listened to their their album Muteprint like a lot on that record. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was one uh, of the ones that 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 stayed stayed with me and like, um, yeah. Basically, when all that went down and I went over to them, um, I was on the road. Like we we were doing like. I don't know, like 200 days a year. Wow. Okay. And like, um, I like my first tour was actually a Canadian tour with Protest the Hero, and then right after that, I did my first bus tour in Europe with uh, Anti Flag. Oh and wow. We were uh, we were sharing a bus with the band The Unseen. Okay. And I'd never seen 
I, I didn't know how much hair products um, punk rock kids like <laughs> oh, need. Oh, man, I got a good, I got a yeah. good product story to you. Finish your thoughts <laughs> on mine. But, yeah, um, even that and going into writing uh, Career Suicide, which was my first release with yeah. them, I was, like, down there. Like, I was – it was almost like I was living there, essentially, you right. know, um, between – basically, I, I was living at our singer Nuno's house, mm-hmm. you know, in the spare bedroom, and, and that was my life then. Wow. Like, it was seldom that I was coming home, you know. But like when I did, I'd make sure we fucking bang out, and touch base with each yeah, other, yeah, and all that. And uh, is it still that way, or you, it's kind of calmed down? Oh, uh, it's calmed down since Nuno had a kid and got married, and yeah. Trevor's married, and uh, I'm living up in Quebec, like in Point Claire. Yeah, like okay. I've got my own job, like like a factory job, and, and like we like to tour for if we can as like three weeks tops. Yeah. Okay. And then. Get the fu- you know get the fuck home because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're too tired after that we're old men. Well, I, and uh, like I our drummer Nick's like forty now. Kids I think. change changes things. Oh so. yeah, yeah, totally. So you said you had a hair product story. Oh, just like going back to my my like warp tour, like whirlwind summer. My favorite story to tell my like my mom tells a story too. Uh, so we're in a bus, and and th- if you think about warp tour, there's literally thirty buses all traveling basically in a convoy right. uh, from one spot to the next overnight. And uh, when you're on when you're on site at warp tour, generally speaking, you're like in the middle of nowhere. Like you're not you're never in the downtown of a city. Like yeah, it's yeah. very rare. I know that they've done it downtown in Toronto a couple of times in the last few years, but yeah. like usually it was like up in Molson Park right, it's like like in a like field somewhere fuck all around right yeah. and that's the that was the same across everywhere and so the only chance you would have as a band to like go and get supplies and like buy food and drinks for the bus and stuff like that is like if you did a Walmart stop overnight right. if it was a 24 hour Walmart so and whenever there was a Walmart everybody would stop because it would just like bus drivers do not like to go to drive off the path so if there's like yeah. a, if there's a 24 hour Walmart that's just like right off of the then all the bus drivers are going there anyway Go on, the, go on the Walmart and you see all these guys from these bands that you sort of like know and respect or hate or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they all have their, I just remember seeing a lineup and seeing this this one guy from a band that I, I whose name I will not say. Yeah. Um, just with his eyeliner running down his face, <laughs> his mohawk totally curled over, wearing like Tony the Tiger like pajama pants holding like two boxes of cereal and like like a carton of orange juice and just kind of like you put it you try so hard you put in so much effort with the image during the daytime and then like here we are at walmart at 2 a.m yeah Yeah, at the end of the day they're just regular people yeah Yeah. back back to bed yeah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly i hate to see what that guy's pillowcase looks like oh Oh, man so at what point did you guys decide to give it another shot you know, reform so and start rocking again. After we did the reunion show in 2008, um, we, we really thought that, I, like, honestly thought that that was a, like, a one-off. Like, and we had such a great time. It was 900 people sold out beyond our expectations. Yeah, like, yeah. That, leave like, it at that. It was you like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was the earliest, earliest days of YouTube. You can still go and look up vi- videos of the full blast at, at the Opera House, and that's, like, it's all, like, shitty tiny like bad pixel like digital camera stuff but it's there and like it's and it's a you can sort of get the energy from that from that show and i thought that was going to be it and then um 2012 rolled around and we had uh, a friend of ours who promoted more shows for like he did more shows for us than anybody else j cloth and guelph oh yeah yeah and he he was going to do his last ever sellout productions show yeah uh in uh in guelph and he's like i want you guys to do it because you're you know you're the band that i've promoted the most right monine says they're going to do it great says they're going to do it belvedere says they're going to do it and i really want life story monologue to play it as well and it's like if you can get all those guys actually signed up like yeah. I'll talk to our guys about getting it, getting it together, and right. yeah. sure enough, that happened, and we sort of tacked a Sneaky D's headline sort of show onto it beforehand, just to try to pay for some flights and stuff. Yeah. And, um, oh, I didn't know about that other show. I would have been there too. That sounds yeah. crazy. It was yeah. it was nuts. Like it was at the Guelph Music Hall or something like that. There was like fourteen hundred people there. It was yeah. insane. Uh, and so that was like that was the moment when we're sort of like, this would be fun to do again if we just do it for fun. You know, right. like we, that was the moment where like my, my mom had just moved into a new condo, um, not a new condo, it was an older condo, but it was new to her and, uh, she was away. Uh, and so I hosted everybody, like the whole band in, at, at this sort of small condo yeah. sort of forced us to hang out together <laughs> again for the first <laughs> yeah. time in a long time. Yeah. And, yeah. and how was that? 
Well, it's, it's that's what it, it it sort of reminded me. Not that I necessarily needed reminding, but like how well we all get along. Like the yeah. the jokes are still as fucking hilarious now as they were when we were in right. a van in two thousand. You know, yeah. and, the, and the the inside jokes and how well we know one another. How the things that that the, the things that we love about one another, the things that we hate about one another. Um, all exactly the same mm, as they yeah. all ever were. And that's when I was kind of like, okay, like I would love to, like I never played in another band after um, we sort of tried a couple little dumb things, but um, I never played in another band because I just, I didn't feel like I wanted to be in a band with anybody but these guys, right. you know? And Bry's a, a career musician because he's fucking phenomenal. Oh, unbelievable. Um, but like, and so that's why he's doing what he does. I'm not necessarily a career musician. I love music and that's why I do what I do. Right. But like in terms of performing and playing, I only want to do it with, with these guys. So yeah. that sort of led to like talks about doing shows again in the future, but only wanting to do shows in the future if we had new songs to play. And just right. sort of all became very like pie in the sky. Like, oh, like if we're going to do it, we'll do blah, blah, blah. And that's where the EP comes in? And then like 2014 rolled by and we had another opportunity. Somebody else sort of approached us about playing a playing like sort of a, a I think it was Burley Calling in, in, in Burlington. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, you know, it, it, that'd be fun. It's like th throwback to where we grew up and yeah. uh, the scene that, that sort of gave us our, our opportunity. So we agreed to go do that. And in preparation for that, we started like thinking about writing new songs. And that was 2014. And, you know, I think the honestly, the catalyst that brought us to new music is initially that and then over the next little bit our guitar player Darren moved in very close to our uh, drummer Andy and those guys have always been inseparable but the fact yeah. that they live closer now meant that they were just together yeah they were together far more often they were smoking joints and writing guitar riffs and watching the Raptors <laughs> are you guys uh, Toronto based now no, I, I don't know if you can necessarily say that. D Darren's in Milton, Bryce and I'm in Montreal I live downtown but uh, we're yeah. close enough though yeah yeah, function, so when we when we do get together, it's generally sort of like Toronto, Oakville, Mississauga. Right. Yeah. I, I got a question for you. Uh, how did you pull off that that opera house show? Because you played two sets essentially, right? back to back. Yeah, that, that's, that's not that that is that's half of the max maximum amount of sets that Bry's ever played as a member of the full block. <laughs> <laughs> there was a show in Burlington where you played four. Oh yeah, that's right. And you filled in for Silverstein. Yeah, I filled in for what? Silverstein. KWH played Full Blast and Jerk Circus. Yeah, that's amazing. There was a photo of him before the show and after the show. I don't know where it is. Oh my god, outside the pine room. That. Yeah. Oh, so. I was destroyed. You're you're a machine. Well, uh, so speaking of. Uh, Exhaustive nonstop playing. This is the tail end of a series of four shows in a row uh, where you guys uh, are playing with Monine. How does it feel to? You know, to be at the end of, of the, the four show run. How do you feel? Uh, sore <laughs> uh, Bunged up my wrist pretty badly and yeah. then uh, my, I could still talk though, right? Which I mean hopefully it means I can still sing realistically Bry's like does this far more regularly than any of the rest of us. <laughs> right. yeah. A little bit better condition to do it. Yeah, like um, uh, yeah, like the last tour I was on ended December 18th, so yeah. this wasn't too much of a time off yeah. before getting. I'm actually surprised that like Darren, our guitar player, is playing with a herniated disc right now. Yeah, and I've, like he's a fucking champ because he's like he's so medicated right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like I'm sure that if this wasn't like if this wasn't the week that it is, like if you just like he would have been off work in you know on his back the into like like right. ho like horizontal the entire week yeah but he's up there giving it so like darren if you decide to listen to this we love you and thank you for your pain. persistence thank you for your pain yes <laughs> so I i've seen you guys numerous times to varying crowd sizes but it's got to be crazy that your sort of reunion show uh these shows and all the shows that you've kind of played recently are just full of, of, of kids right like it seems as if everyone wants to see you guys it's got to be uh you know yeah it's i mean it's it's fun and uh, to be honest like i don't like we've set a bit of a, a a bar for ourselves that like those are the types of shows that we want to play you know like right. we're, we're not a full-time band darren's got kids but we all have our own like sort of full-time jobs mortgages yeah. like girlfriends right. and partners like wives um i don't think that like touring touring hard is ever going to be in our future but like doing select things that we know are going to be like fun and energetic and full and you know have a great energy to it like that's those are the kinds of things that, that's where you're going to find us over the next little bit is doing those kinds of things amazing uh so a couple more questions before we wrap up when when is this uh, ep gonna be out february 24th 
February twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, I'll mark that down in my calendar. Yeah, it's called Attack Sustained Decay. It's five songs. We did it with Derek Hoffman in Toronto uh, back in October. Yeah, yep. And uh, we released one song called Redemption, which is out now. You can just sort of check it out on Apple Music or Spotify or SoundCloud or however you listen to music. And, and, and who's putting it out? We're just going to put it out ourselves. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be it'd be relatively easy to just sort of like put it through the black box thing right. or um, you know Dine Alone has been a huge supporter of ours over the years they put out our uh, our show control burst record yeah um, but I think that it's just like in this day and age of just like digital and you know I don't want to necessarily ask a label to invest in what we're doing uh, if it's not a full-time thing like if we're not putting our own full-time yeah, effort yeah, into it then I yeah. would never ask anybody else totally. to do it right so we just do it ourselves I've, uh, fortunately I sort of know generally how to do it. So yeah. that's, uh, that's I would, how we're doing I would it. hope so, running a label that yeah. you kind of have an idea or two. Uh, okay, so uh, just to kind of loop it back to Toronto, because that's kind of what we like to talk about on the show, what are some of your favorite spots Ooh. in the city? Favorite spots in Toronto? Oh. Uh, it's interesting, because I, like, I, I lived... You, I lived like uh, out in the West End, like west, 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 like out in Swansea for a little bit, and there was yeah. nothing around there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful spot, like near the lake, near High Park and stuff. I do like High Park a lot. Um, moving back downtown, it's sort of like I'm, I'm like sort of in the right in the core at this point, and like there's so many cool spots to go eat, hang, mm-hmm. whatever. I think right now, like the place that I probably go to the most is this Mexican place on King Street called Wilbur. Okay. It's uh, my personal favorite. I like the quesadilla there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to go to Blue Jays games. <laughs> do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> um, I mean, it's always fun to go to Sneaky D's. There's like that's yeah. where we sort of grew up. And that would have been my, one of my answers too. Yeah, yeah. sort of like that's, if you're if we're gonna try to run into somebody we know, that's a good place to go. Nice. Um, what about you? Um, Actually, no, uh, earlier this year, I, I was down here with my girlfriend, and uh, uh, th- though the location has changed, uh, I was really stoked to take her to rotate this. Oh yeah, yeah, just just to go vinyl hunting for the you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the new Sonic Boom location on Spadina is fucking awesome. Yeah, I just I just sat down with the with the owner Jeff, and he's uh, he's one of the coolest guys I ever met, and mm. uh, he, he has a very. Uh, High fidelity esque story, so he's really living the record store. Yeah, life. but yeah, <laughs> rotate this is great as well. Jeez, um, where else? I, I like some of those like gourmet hot dog spots that are downtown, <laughs> like Let's Be Frank and stuff. Those, are, no, those places. Nice. Are I like the uh, burrito shop in the front of this venue that isn't here anymore. I don't oh, know. I didn't even notice that it was gone. Yeah, it's gone. I, I don't know what, what the story is with that, but it was really good. Yeah, at the, at the time it was. It was uh, good. It was here the last time Wilhelm played in at Lee's, so yeah. maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's that's up for you also, uh, listeners really nice, to Google. Like, there's a nice quaint little like boutique place on Young Street called Chipotle, and it's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chipotle. Chipotle. I, I see. Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I saw yeah. the sign. I think there's only one, but there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on. It's on Young cool. Street. Cool. You guys All should right. definitely check that out. So, uh, <laughs> anything else you wanna you wanna tell people before uh, before I let you guys go? I don't think so. Just, uh, you know, I think I said this on stage last night. Like, we made this EP, honestly, mostly for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. got songs we love. We don't, we don't really have any recordings that we really, really love. Mm-hmm. So we were happy to, like, go and make a record uh, that we can be sort of proud of sonically and everything. And, you know, if you want to check it out, we'd love for you to check it out. I and do want to check it out. Yeah, so, so end of February. February 24th. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for, for sitting down and chatting with me. No problem. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Music this week comes from the band Angora, a Toronto-based blues rock band. They have a long bio, so I'm not going to read it all. But uh, if you guys want your faces rocked off, which I know that you do, have a listen right now.
Listen to society 